just poured that tequila and <laughs> immediately was like, wow, I remember so many awful mornings smelling this smell. Well, I keep hearing that uh, this is going to kill the bug. It's going to help us. So yeah, our uh, great grandfather, God rest his soul, said that this was uh, the cure for sore throats, you know? Yeah, it was his cure for everything. Lived to 109, he did. Well, uh, seems like we're on the right track then. So we both have like sore throats. We do. We're sick. Yeah, we got our sexy voices going. Oh, yeah. And uh, Super we're sick. about to do some tequila shots mm -hmm. with some green peppermint tea chasers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. The perfect cure. Here, here right, we go. Well, shot one. Shot one. Oh, fuck. Whoa, that burns. That burns a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. My throat is on fire. The tea adds to the pain, Jessica. That's why I didn't drink it right away. <laughs> you gonna throw up? No, I'm not gonna throw up. It's just, I need to burp. You can't just make yourself burp? No. What do I look like? Some animal? Oh, you just have to swallow air. <laughs> Nothing. I'm still sick. We need a couple more. I don't think one shot of tequila will help our sore throats. Here we go. Oh, man. We're jumping straight into yeah. shot two. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> okay. Shot two. <laughs> shot two. Oh, that didn't burn as bad. No, but it still did burn a lot. Just says it tastes as good. Oh, boy. We should take some cold medicine and just get like triple fucked up. I'm, I'm game if you're game. I'm not game. Okay. The tequila really amplifies the heat from this tea. See, I put an ice cube in mine. It's like a perfect chaser right now, actually, temperature wise. If my warm beverages don't try to destroy my palate, what's the point? I like it boiling. I like it to pain me. Make my tongue stronger. You need a strong tongue. Yeah. You need a durable throat, right? I mean. <laughs> esophagus isn't going to strengthen itself. My voice is getting like deeper as we take more shots. <laughs> but hey, girl, I'm going to sing you a lullaby. <laughs> I want a little Southern with that. Do um, McConaughey. Well, now I guess it's time for us to take uh, shot three. Thank you, Matthew. You're welcome, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really though, shot three. Shot three. Ooh. Wow, wow. Too much time, my throat recovered. Feels like I'm breathing fire. <laughs> oh my God, I feel it up one entire sinus. I'm Matthew McConaughey and this is Three Shots In. This is Three Shots In. I am Jake. I am Jess. And we have sore throats, which is why we sound far sexier today. So sexy. Than normal. Super uh, hot. This is another filler episode. So filler episodes. This is just our, our insurance policy, our little backup in case we run into situations where, uh, you know, emergencies happen and sometimes, you know, you need to get out of town and you're unable to record. So that's what we've got these for. So you guys don't miss out and uh, we can be as consistent as possible. So here we go. Yep, that is correct. Uh, so we had uh, shots of um, tequila. Yeah. Do you feel Hopefully like that'll help my throat. My throat feels better. I don't feel it. My throat really. actually also does feel better. But I can also say that uh, I've been told before that copious amounts of alcohol will kill a bug in my system. I had a really bad cold for Dylan's wedding. Uh huh. And I drank probably more that night than almost any night I can think of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the liquor was just flowing and I was looking real cute in my little dress and I had just had Ryan. So my boobs were huge. And you were drinking out of what? Um, I don't know why that's important. Oh, why do I have to say that? I don't know. I just thought you saying how classy you looked and uh, <laughs> what were you, what were you drinking out of? Was it like a, like a champagne well, glass? It or? was, it was an alcohol free wedding. Oh, uh -huh. they were on a budget. Right. So it was not an open bar. And uh, the father of the groom, you know, who I have every reason to trust, 
very responsible man, uh-huh. uh, guided me and Terry's sister to the parking lot and to his trunk <laughs> okay. where he had Kirkland vodka that he served to me in a used Carl's Jr. cup. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. And uh, I, I chugged quite a bit of that um, sick with a cold, sneezing and coughing and all that. And um, I was told by Noel and everyone else around me, including the father of the groom, that this would take care of it. There you go. It didn't, though. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, let's hope that that doesn't happen tonight. Hopefully. My God, your voice does sound really I, deep. I told you, man, like just something about it. Like, I mean, I'm kind of into it. I don't know about you. Baby, lock them doors <laughs> oh, and yeah. turn the lights down low. Baby, lock them doors and turn the lights down low. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I mean, it's pretty good. You know, my sticky shoe. My sticky, sticky shoe. Why'd you stick on me? Okay. I mean, as far as updates, uh, this is a filler episode, so we have no idea when no you guys idea. are hearing this. Yeah. Nothing to update Weather's you on. Weather's nice lately. I, I mean, it's nicer. Today was kind of warm. We had to turn the air conditioning back on, which I wasn't appreciative of. And uh, that won't mean a whole lot to you if you're listening to this in January. So yeah, no, none, none. <laughs> Not really? Uh, but no big deal. So yeah. uh, before we spin this first wheel... Let's jump into what the topic is. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Well, I said it first. Tonight's topic (laughs) is memory loss. Memory loss. Memory loss. Now. That doesn't sound exciting right away. It doesn't sound exciting. But when you think about how me and you like to take things that don't sound exciting and make them dark and twisted in some way. Kind of traumatic. Yeah. 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 This will, this will definitely be interesting. In my research, uh-huh. the stuff I found was remarkably less less traumatizing to listen to than most of the stuff I read. But it was eerie still. Still like, oh, you know, creepy. Yeah. Creepy vibes. Just, you know, no nothing nothing super crazy or depressing. Mm. What about you? Yeah, I'm talking about some straight up murder. So <laughs> <laughs> So it's gonna be an interesting yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Just super bloody. Right. Horrible murders. With memory loss involved. Maybe. I don't remember. <gasps> oh <What>? God! <laughs> uh, it is time for the first wheel spin, though. Which means I need to retrieve my the guest, the special guest yes, star, my special guest. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll be back. Ding-ling-ling. Oh, this fucker down. down. Come on, Cage, cause we gotta blow, blow doors, doors down. down. I hear your jables now. It's time to blow doors down. Light up a stage, cause it's time for a show now. Okay, so before we spin this wheel, I'll introduce uh, a guest we have for this episode, long awaited, my husband, <laughs> Terry. Welcome. Ooh. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Do you would, you say, like, would you like to say something about yourself? 10 words or less? Uh, Napkin. Highly art. uninteresting. Two words. No, I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Napkin sketches. There you to go. To make money. That's it. I did it in five. Napkin sketches to make money. Cran eater. Para mi familia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Terry, why don't you spin the wheel for us? Okay. It's your first wheel spin. <laughs> wow. Right. You're incredibly strong. He is. He's so, so much strong. Is fervor the right word? Fervor? Fervor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounds right. <laughs> well, uh, what did it land on? He landed on, I need to be drunk for that. I need to be drunk, to be for, drunk that. for that. Wow. Yeah. 
Think of scenarios, situations, people that you need to be drunk. You know, for. the crayon eating portion of my description as per you, uh-huh. that kind of brings that list to a pretty low area. So just to break the ice, one time we spun the wheel and it was, who would you, you told me, who would you rather bang? Uh, I think it was, it was pick one to screw or die. And it was Joe Biden and Donald Trump or die. And I said die. Uh-huh. But if I was drunk, Ooh. I could have sex with Ew. Mm-hmm. No, I'd I'd get drunk and die. But I, I I couldn't. <laughs> There's have, no way. I couldn't have sex no. with because he's a. Okay, well that's all cut. <laughs> the entire thing you just said is cut. <laughs> oh man! All right, I need to be drunk for that. Okay. Uh, I think the last time I what did I say? I think we've gotten this before. I think it's something. Oh, sorry, baby showers or weddings or something. I think it was a baby shower. Oh God, baby showers for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. you can't say those. Those have already been oh, said. Damn it. So baby showers. Are, no, but I like weddings. I don't mind weddings. Well, baby showers are taken. So yeah. we have to. Yeah. We'll have, we have to come to, up with something new mm-hmm. also. I guess that does fall into the thing though of like, you have to be drunk for a wedding. Even though yeah. you may enjoy weddings, it'd be pretty fucking boring if there was no alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Even if there was no alcohol, you get alcohol yeah. into that wedding. As we just heard Jessica talk about. <laughs> I, I told the story about, you remember when I was at Dylan's wedding? I'm Were blanking. you so drunk you don't remember Dylan's what? wedding? <gasps> oh, yeah. Remember we we got to... fucked up at Dylan's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know what I need to be drunk for. What do you need to be drunk for? I need to be drunk to watch any sort of reality competition shows. Uh, that's Dancing with the Stars. I guess that actually makes them fun, huh? That, yeah, it does. I feel like that would be a blast, actually. Yeah, because all you do is just sit and talk shit the whole time. Absolutely. Which we already do, but we no, have No, I know, fun. we already do, but I guess we'll get to a point where if I'm not drunk and we're watching one of those reality shows, except for my 600-pound life. Yeah. I can watch that sober That's not, that's not a competition. There. No, I know, exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess it kind of is. I mean, they're competing. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the mind. <laughs> they're competing to live. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. What was it? Cause I, I can't remember. I think it was Kyle tried to get us to watch some of those reality shows. And I think the only one I could stomach without being drunk was, uh, like was, actually Hell's Kitchen or, oh shit. That's two then. Yeah. Hell's Kitchen and, and the tattoo one. Oh, uh, Ink no, no. Master. Ink Master was there, dope. Yeah. We also, we watched uh, Kitchen Nightmares. That's not a competition, Jessica. It is reality TV though. I, I, I said reality TV. I understand what you're saying. I think you specifically said competition. I said reality competition. Also, Love is Blind. Like The Bachelor. Yeah. Love is Blind was fucking dope. I can't see, but my eyes are here. (laughs) And I love you. (laughs) And I love you. Yeah. You had said like, it's more fun if you're drunk and just talking shit. And it absolutely is. Unless you're in a room where everyone is genuinely interested in watching The Bachelor and you're the only one that's drunk and talking shit. I had a blast every time, but didn't uh, you really piss off uh, your girlfriend's cousin at the time? Uh, I don't think I really pissed her off. I just think she was really annoyed because she wanted to hear everything. So they were like pausing it whenever I would, whatever I would laugh or like what make a joke. What is interesting to hear about the Bachelorette or Bachelor or whichever fucking one you guys? They're the same or, thing. Yeah, they're the same. I don't know. I mean, sometimes you've seen that like there's arguments that are funny. I'm I'm an astrologist. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Uh, I'm a Gemini. Oh, I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like that's the caliber of people on that. Well, show. like some, no, look, like sometimes there's actual funny stuff. Like there was a, there was a chick that came on and she was like, you know, like, oh, like I'm from Australia and blah, blah, blah. And starts like talking in this accent. And then like, it goes to like her sitting in the room with like the camera and she's like, I'm not Australian. I just want to stand out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the same one that was just fucking savage? No, no, that was Demi. 
That was my favorite person in the world. I followed her on all social media accounts. <laughs> Here's the thing. I've never watched the fucking Bachelor or Bachelorette or any of those things. Yeah. I specifically now want to watch at least the part of that season with her in it because of how yeah. much you came Dude, home and talked about it. She her. played to win. She would like literally like girls would walk up and be like, oh my God. So this other girl did this and blah, blah, blah. And oh my God, I hate her. And Demi would be like, wow. You should go and tell him about what she did to you <laughs> because that isn't right. And then like, she'd be like, you know what, Demi, you're right. I should go and tell him. And so then the, the girls would go and start like catfighting in front of him and he would send them both home. Because he hated <laughs> and, it. He and hated she did this twice and got rid of like four people. Oh, that's dope. Uh, it was that, amazing. That would be entertaining if you were drunk. It would. Yeah. Super entertaining. Well, that's probably why Jake came home each time seeming quite entertained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I remember every time you went, I was like, how the fuck, dude? I'd be like, no, well, absolutely because fucking not. Now, what you mean by come home is that your girlfriend at the time, they, her and her family made like an entire event out of it. Yep. So everyone would get together, sit down in front of the TV and that watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. Because even if you don't like the show, it's like a family thing. You get together and do is your thing. Is it a family thing? Well, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's kind of like, you know how there's some families that are like, Fucking football, meow. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I could give a fuck about football, right? Right. No, I'm with you. I, I mean, agree. you know but I am. There's some people that like it's the same thing with Lakers games. Like, no, we will fucking beat. What is it? Saturdays, Fridays? I don't know. I don't. Dude, fucking, I whatever have no the fuck. Idea. Like, whatever the fucking day the fucking <laughs> the Lakers play. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever the fuck. It, like, I grew up with people who were like, no we will fucking meet on that day and we're going to have fun and we're going to watch some fucking Lakers. And I'm like, the whole basketball is fucking boring. <laughs> what the See, fuck is this? There we go. Something I need to be drunk to watch. Fucking games. basketball. I don't have to be drunk for football. Basketball for sure. Dude, cause fuck is it boring as no. shit. In, or soccer. In the reality of sports, there is only one sport that you don't need to be drunk for. And that's MMA. That's, that's UFC fight. Oh, yeah. I was literally about that's to boxing. say that. I can watch UFC be without being drunk. Well. Yeah. It's true. It is a lot a lot of fun. But I'm saying you don't need to be drunk. Well, dude, because even the women are hopped up on testosterone watching <laughs> Like everybody's just like, fucking kill them. It they're doesn't not, matter. It doesn't matter. They're not on testosterone, Terry. They're on, was it creatine and test boosters for <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> nothing illegal though. <laughs> test boosters are not illegal. Creatine. That's why I said nothing illegal. illegal. <laughs> creatine just makes you be, get puffy. Yeah. Get a little puffy. Get a little puffy. <laughs> so what are you guys? Well, you, uh, you, you answered, sports. now it's my turn. Yeah. It, it's specific sports, though. Baseball, I, I can do with or without. Well, that's because you were saying like that, you know, basketball fans and football fans are like, no, my team is playing on this day and we will watch it and we will gather around and blah, blah, blah. See, baseball, it's it's like, hey, when's your team playing? Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, and then the following Monday, Wednesday. And you're like, they play so many games, like you, you basically can't miss one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and most people anymore, especially because the whole COVID thing, Everybody's just watching on their couch anyway, so no one really cares. Yeah. They're just like, because honestly, one of my favorite things growing up when I was like in elementary school, I used to love to pop on a Dodger game and fucking fall asleep to it. <laughs> it was like the most soothing thing ever. I'd hear like the, and we're around the corner. Uh, oh, oh, it's a fly ball. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> good night. Uh, I will say that um, I lost my train of thought, but football is just, it's, it's, it's a whole thing here. Oh, so I like know. anyone I've run into has yep. like, we'll get to talking or whatever. Eventually for whatever reason, it'll get to sports and they'll ask me, so who's your team? Mm-hmm. Shit. Ryan 
Ryan at his elementary school, mm -hmm. they literally one day a week have college football team day. And the kids, the, the kids wear the jersey or the shirt of their favorite college football team. Yeah, like, and I've been asked uh, multiple times at Walmart, at Aldi, like you, you name the grocery store in town. Really? Yeah. They'll see me with Ryan and they'll go like, oh, what schools he, what schools he play for? Or, oh, like, like what, like what club is he playing for or whatever? Because clubs are a big thing here too. Uh, the ones that aren't Wait, like- they ask you about Ryan? Yeah, yeah. They'll be- like just bullshit and we'll be in line or whatever the, because they assume because ryan will say ryan will say yeah they'll assume he plays football and they'll be like how old is he i'm like oh he's like the last one was like i don't know a month or two ago so he was six and they were like how old is he i was like oh he's he's six he's going set going on seven in september they're like oh damn he's a big he's a big six-year-old i was like yeah they're like well, what clubs he playing for and i'm like oh he ain't playing football man and they look at me like i'm fucking crazy <laughs> like <laughs> like sports are boring so unless uh, you're drunk was a good mm, one. Yep. I have to be drunk for that. Um, I'm going to say, and this might make me sound terrible, but I'm going to say uh, children's birthday parties. I love Ooh. that you brought that up because I got hammered at your son's recent birthday uh, party. So did I. Dude, wasn't that place perfect for that? Yeah. They were like, hey, we know you want to bring your kids here for a birthday party. By the way, we have two bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, and a restaurant where you can order drinks. Oh, it was dope. It was basically like, uh, like um, it was kind of like a... God, what was it? They just went out of business. Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. They went out of business? Yeah, because of the like COVID and all that. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they I'm lost. surprised Chuck E. Cheese is still around. It's because Chuck E. Cheese- They uh, save so much money recycling is, pizzas. <laughs> that's it. Are they subsidized? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they, they're technically- The government's like, no, they're a fucking American institution. <laughs> I think they technically like opened as a like park or like they're, they're, hmm. they're a playground or something. Uh -oh. And so they, oh, they like twisted the words. They were able to like open up and there are certain states where they could have opened no matter what. Like I think Texas would have let them open. No, doesn't yeah, care. Yeah. But like in places in like California, like they were able to open up. Well, also by selling pizza, it was like, to go orders. they still had to go orders yeah. and their pizzas are cheap. So Hell yeah, they are. You could go and pick up a mm. bunch of pizzas. There's and I mean, a reason. <laughs> they're made well, now, now they can't recycle them. So, oh yeah, because they can't. And you're, they're like, hey, bring bring us back your old pizzas, and we'll, <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give you some refunds. Is this something they just recently found out that what? they're recycling pizzas? Uh, ish. Last year, I think. Yeah. I swear, like, did you just I, always suspect? Well, here's the thing. Like, I loved Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid. I fucking loved it. I loved the ball pits, and I loved the fucking creepy ass. You know, animatronic Friday. At Fr <laughs> what is it? Friday night at Freddy's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the, five the, fr nights. the five nights at Freddy's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. fucking animatronics things that look like they're gonna kill you. Yeah, I loved all that shit. Yeah. I dug it. Same. But every time we ate the pizza, I was like, mm. <laughs> like maybe we should bring PB and J's or something. Like I no, must dude, have. I'm, a, I'm. I've got a gutter fucking. Yeah, because I Chuck E. Cheese pizza is fantastic. That's saying something. If my gutter palate. Well, I haven't always had a gutter palate. There we go. That's probably why I, no, I find that really hard. Chuck E. Cheese pizza <laughs> has no right to be as good as it is, but it's pretty good pizza. Ugh. No. Yep. I I like their pizza. You know, I talk shit though, but I like Little Caesars. I do like me some. I would, I would compare it to Little Caesars. Yeah, really? I think yeah. I would too. I would say they're about the same level. I've been to Chuck E. Cheese's. We we took Ryan to a birthday party there once. I thought. Did we? No, no. Your sister took Ryan there for his birthday party. Yes, for his birthday. I do remember that. No, I remember being there and with Ryan though. Me and Danny took Ryan. I've been there with Ryan. Is what I'm saying. Probably. Because I remember trying to help him through the, um, you know, the, the tubes that the kids can crawl through. Yeah. 
he got scared of them and got stuck. And so I went in and I guided him out. He didn't want to go in ever again, but I specifically remember that. Hmm. And I tried to get him into skee-ball and he kept climbing up onto it. <laughs> and Noelle was like, let him do it. Oh, maybe she was there. Maybe. Well, she maybe it was one of the days right? I was at work or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely children's parties because um, yeah, my, one. yeah, Sorry. our son Ryan just turned seven years old very recently and we took him to an arcade, very similar to Dave and Buster's, which is why I brought that up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I took advantage of that. Your sister was like, hey girl, I, I got driving. you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for all your drinks. And I was like, dope, let's do it. Fuck it. <laughs> I had a double whiskey sour and something else. Yeah. Did you have a, a white Russian mm -mm. out of honor of the dude? No, I should have. Oh, you should have. Yeah. You should have had one because I could not. I did it. What did you drink, Jake? Uh, I just had... I asked which beer on tap had the most alcohol and she told me and I said, cool, I'll take that. And she was like, do you want the pint or a tall? And I was like, tall, cool. Oh yeah. We brought you a tall one. Big glass. Mm -hmm. I had my, my Coors Light and then I called yeah. it a night. Or no, well, not a pint. Uh, your, you your tall I mean. glass of piss. I will say though, I had like three different people say, Hey, I, it likes three different dudes walk up to me. <laughs> Look like they were like five kids in tow and they're like, Hey, we're, you can bring that on the arcade area? I was like, yeah, yeah, you're good, man. They're like, what you got there? I was like, Coors. And they're like, <laughs> I was like, these are my people, man. No. Uh, no. Yeah. And then uh, I had, had a couple shots at the bar too, but, and then Terry drove me home mm -hmm. with Dean. Yes. I was, I was on little one duty while everyone else kept hanging out. Mm -hmm. And then I, oh man, I don't even know. I poured me a heavy, heavy uh, Moscow mule because I killed that big bottle oh, of gin did. that we had. It was, it must have been like a solid four shots. Are mules made with gin? My mules are made with gin. I dig those Moscow mules. I thought mules. Those are the were ones made you make in the fucking the no, metal that's cup. That's why right? they're called Moscow mules because they're made with vodka because it's Russian. First off, Russians can drink more than vodka. Right. Yeah, but wow. they and don't call mules. They, <laughs> they, they the do. yeah, I'm a fucking bigot. They, I, they do. I, you can make you can make a mule with <laughs> vodka and gin. What the suka? But is it a Moscow mule or is it just you know a regular mule? There's a difference. They don't make gin in Moscow. But they can drink it there. Right, but they don't make it there. Okay, we don't make El Himidor. We can drink it here. Okay, do you do you? But do we call an El Himidor based drink like an America mule? <laughs> yeah, no. It's like, do you make a car bomb with like yeah. Jack Daniels <laughs> and call it Irish? <laughs> Why not? You well, don't. Wait. Oh no. Yeah, because Jack Daniels is American. I forgot. <laughs> okay. Well. We'll get into the technicalities of this shit later because apparently it's so important. I made a mule and it was heavy and I chugged it and then you guys got here and I drank even more vodka on top of that and got really shwasted. Mm -hmm. mm. But it was fun. No hangover, of course. I hate that. I wish you suffered like me. Yeah, I'm sure you do wish I suffered like you. I do. You're horrid. <laughs> All right. I think we answered. We answered. Uh, everybody answered the wheel. We did. Question. Any last words before you... Depart. Depart. You guys look like a couple of mass drinking. All right. Are you ready? Of course. Just had a little pee break, a little potty break. A little pee pee, pee pee poo poo times. No poo poo time, just pee pee time. Because pee pee time isn't always poo poo time. <laughs> <laughs> but poo poo time is always pee pee time. So who's going first this time? Uh, it is you. Interesting. Jessica. And you know this. I do know this. I knew it before I asked. I just asked anyway. So. Hold. <laughs> 
So, memory loss. We discussed what the topic would be, and I thought about some stories I had heard, or at least some instances I had heard of where people lost time inexplicably and felt very strange afterwards. Now, I also heard of these things happening directly because of alien abductions. I was going to say this sounds like aliens. Yeah, and I, I found one that had like a heavy alien abduction sort of like tone to uh-huh. it. And I, I, you know, filed it away for later use, you know, because I'm sure we're going to revisit aliens at some point. And uh, so I went with just the stories that were eerie, unexplainable, no alien vibes, just strange time is lost and there's no explanation for it. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really creepy. And the explanation for these stories in particular was like kind of like glitch in the matrix type stuff. Okay. So I went searching. I ended up finding a couple of blog posts, people who are trying to find answers and stuff. And they're, they're eerie. Oh, okay. To say the least. So I have them filed as time loss. And the second is called creepy time loss. Ah, okay. <laughs> so we're going to start with regular old time loss. In 2001, <coughs> in 2001, Missouri man Jason Offit oh. was driving home after a late shift at work. He had his cruise control set to 55. As he was driving, he spotted a landmark, something he always looked for on his way home, and it was a sign that read Oric five miles. Okay. Oric is a town in Missouri. So just as he passes the sign, uh, apparently Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones comes on the radio and he was like, fucking tight. That's my favorite song. Right. And because he knew it so well, he knew it was like four and a half minutes. So he was like, dope. Like this is going to last me the rest of my drive. Perfect. Uh huh. So he's feeling good. Uh, suddenly he feels the engine of his car jolt. Okay. Like it kind of tugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know that. And he realized that, that he was going upwards, like uh-huh. at an incline. Okay. Like the car jolted because the cruise control was adjusting for going up a hill. Uh-huh. But what freaked him out was that there is no hill between the sign and his home. And he he's surrounded by fog. Ah, uh, uh-huh. So he's like, that's weird. He tries just to look out just the windshield at the road. He can barely see it. Can barely even see like the, the center divide. So he has no idea where he is. He's like, I don't know how I'm on a hill. Did I fall asleep or some shit? He's looking around. He's confused. Uh, he ends up going over two more hills. So incline, decline, uh-huh. incline, decline. And so he's starting to freak out like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know where I am. I can't see. Then he sees a light. So he kind of drives over toward it. He ends up in a parking lot of a church that he's familiar with. And this church is like five miles past his usual turnoff. Okay, so he drove an additional five miles past his house. Right. Okay. Well, past, I don't know, past the house. Past his exit. Exit anyway, yeah. So he's like, okay, gets his composure. He's starting to calm himself down. Like, okay, that was strange. Like maybe it was just kind of a zoning out type of thing. He realizes Gimme Shelter is still on the radio. Oh, should have been over five miles ago. <laughs> and it's it's plays for like another minute and a half. Okay. So he had driven 10 miles in three minutes, going 55 the whole time, because he never took off the cruise control until he pulled into the church parking lot. Trying to do some quick math, and I think he was going 120 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Which he's like, that definitely didn't happen. Right. I wasn't going that fast, and yet here I am, and there's no way to explain this. So as he, he pops the UE out of the church parking lot, starts heading back home, the fog dissipates, and 
everything kind of returns to normal. That's the only time this ever happens to him and he has no explanation. Huh. But he's like obsessing over it because he's like, I know for a fact, like everything lined up in just a way yeah. that I know how much time I should have spent driving. Yeah. And that happened anyway. And I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I feel like everyone has that, uh, at least if you have to drive longer than like 30 minutes to and from work. Mm -hmm. Like I know for me, when I drove from Santa Clarita to Ventura, that it was like an hour and a half to and from work. And I knew like, oh, I just passed that sign. I am 45 minutes away, right? I just passed this thing. I am 28 minutes away. You do that like, yeah. out of habit. Like you're watching for the things you usually see. Yeah. Like for you, when you had to take that creepy shortcut, you would always look for that like weird sculpture. Do you remember that? You said it was like a weird wooden thing in that creepy neighborhood with that had no lights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mm -hmm. the cultist, the cultist <laughs> district is what I called it. Right. Yeah. They did have them. Mm -hmm. It was these creepy statues that if there was no fog, which was rare because this area was just always foggy. If there was no fog, you can read them. And these like super creepy statues would say like, like one of them would have like love painted on it. But like, it looks like, it looks like, you know, some, some twisted like devil worship stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it, it cut 10 minutes off my drive. So and there's that the nights you know. I wasn't feeling like a bitch. I would just take it. It wasn't every night. I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, so moving on to the creepy time loss story. Uh huh. That was already eerie for me. Like, yeah, I, no, that's I don't, weird. I don't know what I would think if something like that happened. Um, and he's not claiming anything but that. So like that kind of adds to his credibility for me. Right. That he's not. It's not like, you know, my entire life. I felt like I'm special, blah, blah, blah. It's just that one thing. And he's like, I've been obsessing over the details. He's like, because for a while, I don't know, it was a late shift. Maybe I was tired. Maybe I did that thing where you kind of zone out on your drive. You're just going to autopilot. You're, I'm listening to the song, like, but then the song was still playing. Uh-huh. It didn't, and it wasn't like brand new either. Like, it's not like they played the same song multiple times in a row. Like, it was still going on. So he's, he's obsessing over this, like, what the hell was that? Right. And nothing else. It's just that. So far as I can tell. He did write an article about it. So you ever are interested in looking that up? Jason Offit, Missouri. Creepy time, lost time. Yes, the creepy one. Yes. Uh, springtime, 1978. Oh, we're taking it back. Way back. Yeah. 13-year-old John Carlson. He gets out of school, starts walking home. Home is about a mile and a half away. Not a okay. big deal. Um, he had a usual route he liked to take for the past, like... I think he said week, maybe a couple of weeks. He'd been taking an alternate route that was almost the same, just one street over when he left the school because he was avoiding the houses of some like kids who were like giving him a hard time. Okay. So he said it was his hometown. He was 13 years old at this point. He'd been walking home every day for a while now. So he was super familiar with this entire neighborhood. So as he's walking, he described it as like he was looking around and he could see traffic. It's three o'clock. Kids are out of school. There's a lot of fucking traffic traffic in the neighborhoods around the school right now. Mm -hmm. There's other kids walking. He's not the only one. There are other people just kind of walking around too. And uh, he said it, it was like someone had taken the volume of all of that and turned it way down. Huh. Okay. So he said, he's like, they weren't totally like muted, but I'm looking around at all these people and I see them moving and I see them talking and I see cars driving by. 
and I can barely hear anything. He's like, so I'm walking and um, that the whole thing just gave him this like weird, unreal sort of feeling. He turns a corner and he sees a liquor store and some other shops that kind of marked like the corner where he would turn onto the street his house was on. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm used to saying that. That's what I always look for. He sees it and things kind of, as he's walking toward it, it felt like it kept getting further away from him. Maybe he has vertigo because I know exactly what he's talking about. Right. See, I thought that too. So he's staring <laughs> at it and he's like, what the fuck? Like he's walking toward it. It seems like it's not getting any closer. It keeps like pulling away the closer he gets. Uh-huh. Like that that weird sort of like maybe effect. He was, maybe he was moonwalking. Maybe. Putting in all that effort. Uh-huh. Not getting any closer. Nope. Nope. So uh, that's what's going on. Then suddenly he doesn't remember anything that happened after that. He said he remembers that happening and then things kind of go blank. Okay. And that he woke up is how he tried to describe it. He was like, but I don't remember like things going black necessarily or closing my eyes. There's just empty space there. And then I'm in a totally different part of town. So he says he's in a completely different part of town, way off from the school, way off from his usual route home. He's feeling super freaked out, confused. And within a couple of minutes, his mom pulls up in her car. Okay. She like, you know, kind of opens the door. She tells him to get in. And so he gets in and she just kind of stares at him with this like concerned look. And she asks him if he's okay. And he didn't really know what to say. He asked her how she knew where he was because he didn't even know. Like, I don't even know how I got here. How did you know I was here? Uh huh. And she ends up saying that she was just at home, like minding her own business. Like it didn't seem like it was a day different from any other. That a voice in her head told her she should go find him. Specifically, go find John, he needs you. Not an actual voice, but just something that kind of popped into her head. And so she got in her car, didn't know where to drive, but she just started to drive and she found him. So she sees him walking in this random part of town that he wouldn't usually be walking through, at least not alone. He had friends that he hung out with. He remembered saying, he's like, I thought it was weird that she found me. He's like, because it didn't seem like a lot of time had passed. It seemed like relatively the same time of day based off of like the light. And uh, it was the 70s. So coming, not coming home right after school was just not a big deal. Right. Like I went to friends' houses all the time, you know, and if as long as I was home by dinner, nobody cared what I did. Right. Like that, it was just kind of, that's how the, that's the way it was. He's like, so it was really weird to me that she found me. And then she told me about this like feeling like, go find John. He needs you. She's like, so I came and I found you and I don't know how. So he explains everything to her and uh, checks the time. And he lost about half an hour that are just, that's just totally blank and unaccounted for. Weird. Right. Cause you think of all the details of that and it kind of sounds like a mental health thing. You know what I mean? Like, like maybe not a seizure, I guess, but like, I don't know. Disassociative identity disorder. Something. Like a split personality. I mean, I, I wouldn't know. Well, cause that you would lose time consciousness and time. Uh, maybe you can, you can argue that he had some sort of like schizophrenic episode, but it wouldn't make sense for something that big to happen without signs happening prior. Right. Well, see, that's why it, to me, it was like, maybe he's got some kind of like, just, I don't know, like sometimes that happens. Maybe there's extra fluid in his head at the moment. It's, pressing, putting pressure against some certain part of his brain. Typically and that's you would happening. just pass out though. You wouldn't well, see, that's lose what consciousness. It, when he was, when he was talking about the loss of sound and that whole, like things seems to be getting further away, even though I was moving closer to them type, like, like sort of like experience, it sounded like he was about to pass out. Mm-hmm. Like his hearing goes, everything seems to slow down and seem really weird. He's already like 
feeling really like eerie. And then that happens, the distance thing. Then he blacks out. I was like, oh, he must have passed out. But he's like, no, I must have kept, I must have continued walking. Right. And I don't know how I got here or why, or why my mom would know exactly where I was. Uh huh. But that's what happened. And uh, he ends up, um, he, this is John Carlson. Once again, he actually has a blog all on his own where he talks about, uh, I guess a lot of other weird experiences that continued to happen to him. Okay. Um, so if anybody wants to look him up, go for it. But I just could not read another <laughs> blog post <laughs> because just this, like I summed it up. You got, you got the gist. Uh-huh. You had every important detail in what I said just now. And I, I got that down to like two paragraphs and he like calling it wordy. Apparently he's is, a, it's an understatement. Sounds like he's a, he's a, he's a Tolkien blogger. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like he, it seemed really obsessive to me because he kept talking about like, I know for a fact it took, it was 1.4 miles before I got to this corner and it took me seven minutes to get to this street sign and blah, blah, blah. And he starts walking through all of these like little details. He's like, I'm only explaining it so that, you know, I know where I was so that you don't think I'm crazy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's not helping. <laughs> but yeah. Saying that you're not crazy makes you sound crazy. Right. <laughs> so that happened. And that's, that's about all I could find that didn't seem really alieny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What, it you. wasn't like I saw this weird oblong shape in the sky. And then I heard a voice tell me, go to sleep and be calm yeah, or and whatever. Then, and then I awoke in my car and I listened to the radio and two days had passed and I realized that my butthole is gaping. And <laughs> 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 I can't hold my poop like I'm, I used to. I'm missing a nipple and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So everything I tried to find, cause I, I researched just as long as you did. Everything else was, had a lot of that stuff going on. I was like, I don't want to make this an alien episode. Just time lost. Like the glitch in the matrix type stuff. Like, you know, uh -huh. what's going on here? Unexplained basically that didn't have like a alien stamp on it. And that these were the only two good ones I could find that mm -hmm. weren't too short, too long, or being accredited to aliens. Right. Don't want aliens to explain your memory loss. I, I don't want them to do that. Mental breaks only, people. Mm -hmm, That's it. Mm -hmm. Matrix glitches. We're living in a simulation. This is, you know, possibly evidence of that. You're in a simulation. Inside, inside a simulation. Inside a simulation. Inside a simulation. Inside another simulation. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm playing, um, uh, it's a game, the, you know, like a little turn-based, uh, you build a team of heroes and villains and, uh, battle other teams. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds extremely lame when you talk about it out loud, but playing it's fun. I'll take your word for it. I thought you didn't like turn-based games. I don't, no? I don't like playing turn-based games for longer than 10 minutes. Ah. And I only need to play this like 10 minutes gotcha. and then I'm, and then I can't physically do anything else with the game. Mm -hmm. Unlike, uh, you know, like final fantasy where you have to, you have to play that game for like 80 hours to get to the end. Mm -hmm. And that sounds horrible. That was a big letdown for me seeing that the new Baldur's Gate was entirely turn-based. Right. Not exciting. I need to be drunk for that. There we go. There it is. I need to be drunk to play Baldur's Gate. <laughs>
the new one. I think it looks like fun. I'm excited for it. I think it could be fun with the right amount of liquor. For sure. Well, almost anything would be. That's a good point. Do you think you could ever be with like a female bodybuilder? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, absolutely not. What's like the most masculine woman you can think of that's still attractive? For Terry, it's China from WWE. F at that time, it, I think. Oh, I was like, no, no, it's E. Um, I don't know. What about, do you remember Kick-Ass 2? Do you remember Mother Russia? <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. No? Absolutely okay. not. Okay, damn. Uh, really masculine women. I mean, damn, like that was a good guess. No, 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 no. Damn, like I can't think of a whole lot. I can't think of a lot that are attractive. Like, like I can, I can see them and respect what they did to achieve that body. Mm -hmm. And like they, they look good. It's just 100% not for me. So you're saying like you can appreciate like the physique, but it's like, doesn't make it attractive. No, like Ronda Rousey. Mm. She's not bodybuildery. No, like she's not bodybuilder, but thick. you were saying like she's masculine. Like she's muscled, but like I still think she's attractive. Not for you. No, doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an asshole. What about Tally? She's very masculine. Our dog? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're, you find her attractive. I know, I'm getting, getting bitch vibes <laughs> <laughs> from her. Strong bitch vibes yeah. from that bitch. So I don't know. What about, see, I'm trying to think of women who don't necessarily have like, like really muscular bodies, but who kind of have like wide jaws. So I'm thinking of like Julia Roberts. I don't like Julia Roberts. Is it because of the jaw? I don't know. Something about her. I just don't like her. Okay. Like, mm. like she rubs me the wrong way. She seems like the kind of person that you would go out to dinner and like as a, as a table, you know? So it's like you and like, let's just say there's like you, Julia and two others mm -hmm. and you're all going to pay. You're all decided to split the check evenly. And she specifically says like, no, it'll be evenly, not just pay for what you want. And then she gets like, you know, the surf and turf and she gets drinks like a bottle of wine and like everyone's bill is like $40 and hers is like 130 and she still splits it evenly. She's that kind of person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. But I don't know yeah. how you could tell that having never met her. I don't know. She's the kind of person that like you go to like an ice cream shop mm -hmm. and she samples like 12 different things. Oh, really? You get that vibe from her? Absolutely. I get that vibe from her. Okay. Like it's not that I'm saying she's cheap. I just, these, these little annoyance annoyances. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's that kind of person. What about, I don't remember her name. It's that actress who's in like every single season of American Horror Story. Sarah Paulson? Yeah. What about her? She's got a wide jaw. That's, I mean, I'm kind of like, like minimizing Sarah Paulson, masculinity. Sarah Paulson would be hot if she never spoke. <laughs> most feminine dude I can think of that I still find attractive. Orlando Bloom. I don't find him attractive. No. No, he's too thin. Like, oh my God, it's Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I 
someone I posted like asking people because we don't we don't at this point we don't know what to do with the peanut butter whiskey or the black roast coffee rum. I got a perfect idea. Throw it into a bin and light it on fire. No. Yeah, we can just make Molotov cocktails with it. Yeah. That's the only thing I think. It, it, honestly, it wouldn't even catch on fire. It's only like thirty percent alcohol. Mm. So useless in two ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so someone I posted a little video asking like, okay, so which of these do you think would like would you pick if you had to drink one, and yes. how would you mix it? Because it's just sitting in there, and they taste like ass by themselves. Well, that's the thing is the peanut butter stuff. I feel like if I had a severe sweet tooth, the peanut butter stuff would be fine. But I don't. And every time I drink it, it, it literally tastes like I'm drinking like, like, uh, I, like snow cone, snow cone, uh, syrup, like straight out of the bottle. It's like, ugh, just well, too sweet. Listen to this and you tell me what you think. So someone okay. got back to me and they said black roast rum with vanilla vodka, espresso, Bailey's and creme de cacao. That sounds like a lot of work. Right. And then it says shake and strain into martini glass. Got 007 over here. Yeah. Shake and nuts dirt. Um, I don't know. That that sounds I mean, like a lot of alcohol. It every ingredient is alcohol. You, you said all it. of those ingredients were alcohol, but the espresso isn't technically. Is creme de co de cacao? Yes. Yikes. Oh no, maybe not. Maybe that's just like coconut milk. And he just tried to be all fancy. Say, that sounds that sounds like something Kyle would say. Yeah. <laughs> you need to try a creme de cacao. This is someone named Jenny who responded. And she she's the one who gave all those ingredients. And I put all of that mixed together and she put it can't be bad. Oh, so she oh, hasn't she even tried even it. No, what a bastard! <laughs> yeah, what a <laughs> she dick. was gonna make you try it. <laughs> what a dick! What's her name? Jenny. What the fuck, Jenny? <laughs> We're back from break and terry's back hello and it's time for the wheel spin jessica spin it oh fuck that i thought i was here fuck like you terry spin it i feel robbed you can spill you can fuck oh jessica we got a good one that's not impressive Ooh, things that don't impress me things that don't impress me you know like the song that don't impress me much Wow. That, was, that was good though, right? Am I drunk or did that sound amazing? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It sounded really great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that doesn't impress me. Why are you me. blushing, Jacob? What do you mean? Because yeah. I was- Because I have a few drinks. Fuck you, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean, if you think of something first, just throw it out there. Honestly, I'm such a simple-minded fuck. So many things impress me. <laughs> I'm having a really, like, immediately said that. I was like, fuck, what doesn't impress me? <laughs> that does not impress me. I just said, oh, wow. Oh, I know. You know what doesn't impress me? People that meal prep. Mm -hmm. Like they post pictures. They're like, look, I'm cooking 12 pounds of chicken and boiling blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, wow. And look, I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner made for my entire week. Only took me four hours. And yeah, I'm but like, doesn't it impress you a little bit? Not even a little bit. Hold that it took them four hours to make a week's worth of something that usually looks like fucking gourmet badass shit. It's never gourmet badass shit. When they no. meal prep for that long, it it it's the same way. meal every single day is what they're eating. Yeah, I know. But if it's a gourmet meal, it's not day. gourmet, it's Terry. It's not gourmet. It kind of looks like They're really something. good at taking pictures. It, it doesn't, it's not gourmet, <laughs> but it does look like, 
like something your mom would pack into your lunch pail if she I have not seen if she pictures. just if she just made stuff like didn't just kind of throw in a what what the fuck was it called when they put peanut it's butter like, peanut butter and jelly in like a hot pocket shape but it, like the circle oh uh uncrustables yeah Amazing. so if you had a mom that wasn't like me that actually made food and put it in your lunchbox yeah, like, that's kind of what they look like like those poor kids that showed up to school and like had like the Tupperware and their mom would literally send them with like leftovers. That shit was dope. I loved that. No, no, no. Now when I'm at work and like people come in with like leftovers and like heat it up in the microwave and it smells really good. Like I'm like, damn, that smells good. No, dude. As a kid though, that was embarrassing, dude. Like, no, anyone... fuck no. Mm. I was so, I loved it. Especially when we go to like El Torito or some shit like that. <laughs> well, see, our parents hated making lunch for us. So yeah. they e- either just like conceded and gave us like a couple dollars to buy lunch. Not even school. They're like, you can have like two bucks a week. Thanks. I can buy a milk. <laughs> right. Or they would <laughs> tell day. us to make, yeah. make it ourselves. And or, then so we just didn't. I never, I never ate lunch at school. Yeah, they told us just make hot pockets in the morning and put that in your lunchbox. Mm-hmm. We were like, but it's not hot by the time it's lunchtime. Fucking paint pouring. Fuck oh. acrylic oh. pouring. Fuck acrylic pouring. But Terry. God, I hate it. Now, okay, or is subjective. Okay, cool. Whatever. <laughs> I fucking hate paint pouring. If you do paint pouring, I'm sorry. I hate your work. Anyway, whatever. But, but I'm going to get a million fucking hate things on my shit. The I don't com- give a fuck. The composition, Terry. Listen, I'm going to get a little artsy with you right now. A little artsy fartsy. All right. Yeah. Some of those compositions, like Rinchka, she's a badass bitch. She has some cool compositions. But at the end of the day, <laughs> and you look at it, if you if you do this shit for long enough, you start to like see the little, oh, look, that does have kind of a cool little quote unquote composition to it. But I'm sorry, man. I, I bought 20 different colors. I found it fucking Hobby Lobby and poured it onto a fucking canvas. No, she puts it in a cup first. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and then I blow it with a hairdryer. Like, I'm sorry. That shit just fucking gets old. It shit gets so old. It's, it's the overly, you know what though? I've never been a fan of the whole, of the whole abstract thing. The abstract thing is just one of those things where I look at it, like people are like, uh, like, uh, like cubism and bleh. I'm like, shit's fucking, I don't know. It's over my head. Not impressed by it at all. No, that makes sense. You ever been to Museum of Modern Art? I hate it. I yes, hate he it. Has. Or no, it's Museum of Contemporary Art, MoCA. Oh, in, is that what it's called? In LA. Is it the one that no, I'm thinking the Getty is up on the hill. Uh Getty isn't isn't all modern. No, 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 cool. no, no. They have they have cool shit up there. Um I I have been to oh, fuck, where did I There's go? Oh, and then also fucking the LA County Museum of Art. That's another one. Dude, trust me, I've gone that it's LACMA. Los Angeles County Museum of Art. And then MOCA is right next to it. And that's the Museum of Contemporary Art. Okay. I must have gone to both. I shit you not. I have gone to LACMA. I don't know if I went to that one as well. Yeah, you probably did. I've gone to LACMA. Um, I've gone to uh, a couple in Ventura. I've gone to like one or two down in San Diego. Like I have been to these fucking exhibits so many times. Really, because people are like, oh, it's so beautiful. It just... It makes your mind open and blah. And I'm like desperately trying to fucking figure out what the deal is. I've been to them actually trying to go and like give a shit about it. And every time I go, I walk out feeling like I just got fucking robbed. I'm like, why the fuck (laughs) did I come watch? Look at this shit. Like we went a few times, probably, I mean more than a few, but it was mainly because students got in for free Yeah, and like, it's a really big like plot of land Mm -hmm. and you can just, you can literally spend the whole day and you won't go into every room and just walking around. It's just, it's great to kill time. Yeah. Like one of my favorite shirts, 
I've ever gotten. Jess got it for me. I don't know where it is because she wears it more than I get a chance. <laughs> no, I washed it. Okay, it, I need so to wear in, it because I love room. it. It's 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 the fucking joke. This one dude walked into walked into like uh, abstract an art abstract exhibit. art exhibit and he fucking duct taped. Oh yeah, duct taped a banana on the wall and everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's so deep." And he's like, "You fucking idiot." People yeah. started taking pictures of it, taking pictures with it, mm-hmm. like reviewing it online. Like that's the level of subjective in art that just makes me cringe because I'm like, you guys are so desperate. You guys have so little going on in your life that you're so desperate that you have to find some depth in a useless fucking thing like a banana tape yeah. to a wall. Well, you've seen the one, uh, the that dude someone, that someone did his umbrella. You. He set his umbrella against the wall and it fell on the floor and people were like, oh my God, like wow. this is incredible. <laughs> and they were just taking pictures of the umbrella on the floor. Someone in one of my art classes did the same thing with a pair of glasses. They did it on purpose. They put it on the ground and just walked away from it to see what would happen. And, and it's like, dude, this is a troll. You guys are so fucking desperate. Yeah. You're looking at a troll looking for some kind of death. You, it's you, just so You know what it makes me sad. think of? You know, you remember um, American Beauty? Yes. You remember the like really angsty teenage kid? Yeah, where he's like, who, I like to watch this bag and yeah, dance Yeah, he's like, look, look at this plastic bag. I filmed it for like five straight fucking minutes because it was caught in a little like dirt devil, dust devil. Yeah. Um, it's like that. It's like if you really want to find art and you stare at something long enough, you'll see something. If you really like you, you want to see it, yeah. you can make yourself see it. Well, at the end of the day too, here's the thing. Like I'm not jogging on people that find happiness and shit, but at the same time, it's also one of those things where we're like, what doesn't impress you? That shit don't fucking impress me at all. <laughs> like what, when there was one guy, <laughs> there was one guy to hear about the guy that was injecting paint into his ass <laughs> and, <laughs> and shitting it yeah. onto a canvas. <laughs> There was another, I don't know if it was the same guy or a different oh. one, but there was one who would ingest uh, acrylic paint and then vomit it onto oh, canvas. God. Yeah. And then there was the guy that ruined the fucking Carcassonne castle with those giant yellow rings. Oh my God. And he's yeah. like, people here are just so closed minded. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. That's a fucking historical monument. Yeah. I don't know yeah, how you know, he didn't Why don't get... you go suck it? Why, here, here's the deal. Why don't you go fucking paint some yellow rings on the statue of David or on the fucking Mona Lisa? See how it's received. How about that? Yeah. That, you know what? We're just closed minded, right? Fuck you. Oh God. Abstractionist, man. People just don't want to admit like what you did ruined something that was better than what you do. <laughs> what you yeah. do. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> Building that castle, painting that portrait, carving that statue took a hell of a lot more fucking discipline and talent than what you do. Right. Hate to break it to you. Mm-hmm. That's why. Um, I, dude. Oh my God. That's if why this, the if you guys ever, Let me just say right now, the day comes that you guys get like fucking huge and people start listening to you like crazy. They're going to come back to this episode. They're going to find all my art shit and I'm going to get torn the fuck up. <laughs> but guess what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Please come tear me up. Please come tear me up. Please come tear me up. I don't give a shit. That's what she said. Jessica, what doesn't impress you? I I am not impressed by um glamour selfies from anyone. Uh so, define that. Okay. It's hard to describe, but you know how you can look at something. You can look at a picture someone took of themselves and they did it because they wanted it wasn't like smiling like cheese. Like they took a picture because they wanted someone, they wanted people to look at them and be like, wow, like they're, they're gorgeous. I already know where this <laughs> Wow. Like he's really, wow. He must spend a lot of time in the gym. He's took a bathroom, he took a bathroom picture and lifted his shirt up and I can see his So ass. you're saying, you're saying the people that, that post on social media and it's basically like a, like a please compliment it's, me. It's abs and ass. I'm not, I'm just, I'm not impressed by any of that. 
the I most hilarious ones are when they do that and they're like, just got done taking a shit <laughs> or like, <laughs> or like just woke up, no makeup, don't care. I'm like, bitch, you got hashtag- ready for like 45 minutes before you took that picture. Hashtag- Shut hashtag up. Hashtag no filter. It's like, well, no, no shit. It's your ass. <laughs> like, yeah. What did you need to put a filter on? But what if they had like, they had like little pimples and shit. Oh, well, Quick people, filter. people, people. Technically, they're not saying it's not Photoshop. They're saying there's no filters. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. And then there's this, like, you get a lot of like, you know, the lip pursing, the lip, like the kissy face pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've seen them from men and women alike too many times. And oh, I, yeah, that I'm, shit's annoying. I'm not impressed by any of it. Like my, my respect for you drops the more I see those. Yeah. To me, that's like a childish thing. Like you see middle schoolers, maybe like early high schoolers, freshmen, sophomores do it. I'm okay with that. Whatever. They're children. Yeah. But the second that you hit 17 years old, like you're old enough to understand that you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will not respect it. Like, hey, I was in my car and realized I could take a picture <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. And here it is. And I'm going to kiss in this direction while I look in the other direction. You know what I hate when people do that? But it's like I've seen I saw, saw one recently. It's like heavily filtered. Okay. Heavily, heavily filtered picture. And it's the like stereotypical like glamour selfie, what I would call a glamour selfie, where it's angled in just a way that you can see their face at the appropriate angle so uh-huh. that their chin looks nice and slender. And you can also see their tits. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and all the all it says under the picture after they posted it was bored. Ugh. <laughs> That's so gross. I know. <laughs> bored. Ugh. <laughs> That's so, and you know what's even more gross? <laughs> you know they got like 39 DMs. Oh, yeah. yeah. God. I am just <laughs> hey, not girl. impressed by any of that. I see you over there with that, uh, that, those, Jacob, Jacob. those tits and that, uh, that, that <laughs> collarbone. And I don't know, maybe, and maybe you want some of my bone if you're that, so bored. That Snapchat filter looks real good. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> you got that, uh, that push up bra, huh? <laughs> Let me push up in that ass. <laughs> Obviously, I would not be successful at DMing. No. <laughs> no. That is our that's our second wheel spin. We're ready to move on to Jacob's story. Yeah. Adios, bitch. Bye. <laughs> Ew. Oh, that's so You're muted. Get out of here. <laughs> isn't your throat sore? Why are you still vaping? Um, isn't your throat sore? Yeah, because I'm sick. I'm not vaping. Hey, Jessica, well, we all heal in our own ways. <clears throat> okay. You ready for this? Y'all ready for this? I Are am. you ready for this? Uh, all right. So when it comes to memory loss, my mind immediately went to, I killed someone and I don't remember doing it. Right. It's a natural place for your mind to go. Yeah. Yes. Like murder, death, but no memory of said murder and death. Okay. And I found a couple that were, I thought were interesting and- Here we go. So August 12th, 2020. Mm -hmm. This is not long ago. That's not long ago at all. From the time of this recording. No. (laughs) Uh, That's like August 12th. That's a month and a half ago. Yeah. From right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Alberta, Canada. Canadian crime. 45-year-old family doctor Walter Reynolds was working his normal shift at a walk-in clinic. Okay. Attending to patients and whatnot. 45-year-old, you say? He's 45-year-old. Okay. family doctor. He is married with two children. Mm-hmm. And a call was made for emergency services at about 11 a.m. reporting an assault in progress. 
A woman had heard cries for help and had seen a man enter the clinic with a hammer and a machete. Oh my god. Yeah. It's kind of kind of a serious killing, right? Dual wield. Dual dual wield. <laughs> exactly. Uh so obviously, right, that sounds bad. Not great. Yeah. So Canadian Mounties, they found fifty-four-year-old Dang Mab Mabwar. Okay. We're just gonna call him Maber. Okay. Because I can say that. So Dang Maber, who is covered in blood and standing near the body of Dr. Reynolds. Okay. The doctor was taken in ambulance, but was pronounced dead. And Maber was arrested. Mm -hmm. Police had reported, or since then they have reported that Maber and Reynolds knew each other, but they would not elaborate on the how. Mm -hmm. So that led to people kind of putting together that that meant that Maber was a patient of Reynolds and they just couldn't breach any client or not client patient, doctor patient confidentiality stuff. Right. So, but that's what they're thinking. And because they knew each other, Maber was charged with first degree murder of Dr. Reynolds. But when being read his charge in court, he said, quote, listen to me. I don't remember anything because I'm sick. I want a doctor. So they gave him a doctor and he killed that doctor. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. That'd be nuts though, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Be like, oh my God, it's like a subconscious <laughs> hatred of doctors. Yeah. No, 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 that didn't happen. But he claimed to have no memory or knowledge of his crime to present day. And he, he will be facing a jury in the future because apparently in Canada, first degree murder charges are always faced in trial in front of a jury. Okay. You can't plea deal out of it. Okay. So he will be facing a jury That's and fair. I'm assuming they they do have him seeing doctors. So if we right. if you're listening to this episode and it's been a, a while after September, uh I would definitely give Dang Mabior. Can you spell it? I can spell it because First and last damn. Name. Uh D E N G Dang Dang Mabior M a B I O R. M A B I O R. Yeah. Remember they're in Canada, so Mab it can be Mabior. It can be French or something. I have no idea. Mabia. I don't yeah. know. That was French sounding. That was good. Ding Mabois. Damn Mabois. So yeah, he claims to have no memory and has yet to change his statement. Dang. Dang. <laughs> That's right. I believe he is pleading innocent like not guilty probably some sort of insanity plea or something no idea i don't know how canadian law works so right 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 so now this next one this is april 2018 in orlando florida also not that long ago not too long ago a couple years ago uh 51 year old david trones and again that's t-r-o-n-n-e-s i'm assuming trones could be trons tron tronies tronies whatever trones he called police claiming that his 39 year old wife had fallen in the bathtub and was unconscious so police arrived on the scene and very quickly after arriving on scene arrested trones for the murder of his 39 year old wife after seeing very visible strangulation marks on her body okay i mean i get it Yep. Uh, Trones was charged with uh, first degree murder and he pleaded not guilty. Okay. Uh, he claimed that he got home from walking their dog and she was in the shower and dead. Okay. Uh, except that Trones confided in his cellmate about what really happened. And his cellmate turned out to be a quote, jailhouse informant. 
Ah. Yep, someone trying to get a better plea deal by giving up evidence on right. other people. So apparently, uh, Trones and his wife got into a huge argument when she discovered that he had been sleeping around. Oh no. She was- Trones. She was very angry and was very uh, set on them getting divorced. Mm, infuriating. This, was not a, a happy emotion for Trones. Right. Uh, quite the opposite. And that he got really angry and that he, he felt like he wanted to hit her and then he blacked out. Okay. And when he came to, he found her lying dead on the floor. He told his cellmate that he realized that she was dead and he moved her body to the bathtub and then- Uh, not great. And then took their dog out for a walk, came back. I think he went to the grocery store too, and then called the police that his wife had fallen in the shower. Yeah, that that doesn't sound legit. Sounds sounds like a sounds like a big fib. Does. Uh, but even to this day, Trones says, quote, I'm in here, meaning prison, uh, for murder, but I'm not a murderer. Doubt. Highly doubt. Highly doubt that. Highly doubt. So the reason why I picked those two to talk about is because one of them sounds a little legit. Yeah, the his, first one. Right, it's recent. Bit, we don't a have little. a lot of information, but it seems like a weird thing to bring two weapons into a doctor's office and just go hog wild. You know. Yes, it does. Um, but uh, yeah, the the last one sounds pretty textbook. Yeah, that that sounds very. Uh, I just don't want to be in, in trouble for this. Yeah. Yeah. So I had actually looked into how common this was. And I found a psychiatric article mm -hmm. that was published in November of 2018. Mm -hmm. So again, pretty recently. Uh, and this is actually a lot more common than we thought. So people claiming to have memory loss people or verified claiming to loss, have memory memory. loss. I don't think you can actually verify loss of memory. Maybe you can like, I'm sure you can. It's just you can like polygraph. It's going to be, ugh. but polygraphs are kind of hit or miss anyway. That's not what I mean. I just mean like, if you can prove that, I, I, you know, I, maybe you're right. Maybe I feel like it, you could, it's just, it's going to be a rare circumstance that you actually could achieve that. I don't know. Maybe if they showed them a picture and, you know, they were like, I'm going to be real honest with you. I do not know this man. I do not know this man. <laughs> uh, so a study was done in the fifties and they found that of 51 people that they spoke to uh, that were convicted of homicide, 31% claimed to have no memory of them actually murdering someone. Hmm. Uh, events before and after, sure, maybe. I don't know, I didn't read that much into it, but the actual murdering, 31%, no memory of it whatsoever. In the 80s, another study was done where researchers spoke with this time 34 men convicted of murder and manslaughter charges. 26% claimed to have memory loss regarding the crimes, meaning they had no memory actually killing. I don't know. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to say that that wasn't true for anybody. I, it, it's just, I'm in the same boat with you. you like, you know what I mean? Like someone does the, something. The liars are ruining it for the people <laughs> that it really yeah. does happen to. Right. But still, I mean, we're so far, we're at about, uh, let's see, 26, 31, like 28% of people that are arrested for murder have no memory of murdering. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a very recent study, I think this was just a few years ago, maybe four or five years ago, they found that 60 out of 207 individuals that were sentenced to life in prison for murder charges, uh, which is 29% claimed that they had no memory of killing. So we're looking at about 30% of people that are in prison currently for killing have no memory of killing, or so they say, they yeah. claim it. From that, from that 30%, I... I would say 5% definitely, 10% maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
ten, like still, five to ten percent of that total. That must be like super common as a defense or something. Because if that's that's a third, a of third course. of course. Well, like insanity is a huge go-to for people because they don't. I don't want, know why they don't want to be held accountable. I mean, but you you still get time. I I think insanity I think doesn't get you off. That's a misconception, though. Like you, you're probably right, but I don't think that's something people just know. Especially not when they're desperate. They're not going to think about that. Plus, they're they're automatically going to think if I'm not accountable for the things I did, the horrible thing I did, maybe I'll still have to do something I don't want to do, but it won't be as bad. The way I see it, if you did a crime and you know you did it, you take a plea deal. Yeah. Immediately. Like, and you you hope that the evidence isn't airtight. If the evidence is airtight, they will not give you a good plea deal. Mm-hmm. If the evidence is not airtight, you can get a pretty sweet plea deal in there. For sure. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. If I murdered someone, I would take a plea deal in a heartbeat. What? It's raining. Oh, are you hearing like yeah. droplets and stuff? Yeah. The chimney's right there. What was that? I don't know. It's not cold enough for it to be hailing. Oh, it's so loud. Let's go look. Well, Jacob, you haven't spun the wheel yet. I haven't. I'm going to spin it because fuck you, Terry. Is it just me or is the wheel getting heavier? It's honestly like I feel like my wrist is getting bigger. We have to oil it. It's getting harder to spin. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Terry. This is this is your this is your wheel spin. This My is good. time to time to shine. Your time to shine. Oh God! If I were gay, ooh, listen. that's it. <laughs> if I were gay, if you were gay, just a first thing that comes to mind, ending. I guess. Yeah, it's a, that's a very open-ended <laughs> wheel spin. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's coming to mind. If you guys have something, give me a sec. All right. If I were gay, uh, I we I... got. Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> about to like bam. Uh, go for we it. We got Ryan Reynolds. Easily. Oh, you're thinking about who you'd be with. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's where my mind went. <laughs> All right. Yeah, see, I was going to say, if I were gay, I don't think I would be the same as I am. I think I would be... I was about I, to say, would you be a feminine gay or would you be a masculine gay or like somewhere in the see, middle? See, I don't know. It's hard for me to tell because I feel like I, it could go either way. I could just embrace it and expand on it and become extremely masculine. Or I would want to compensate for being inherently masculine and like like wanting chicks and stuff because i feel like i wouldn't want masculine women i would want feminine women okay but to break the stereotype you know i would want to also be super feminine i'd like to think because i feel like of of the gay folks that i've met uh gotten to know Mm -hmm. it tends to be that the as far as dudes are concerned the dudes that don't act really feminine it almost seems like they get a little bit of shit for that really maybe i don't know yeah like like dave rubin yeah 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 because he's not like flamboyant you mean yeah um and that's the thing i think if i was gay um i always kind of felt like your your shit is nobody else's business really you know what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like I, it's not like I'd be definitely not nowadays. I mean, there's no need to, I realized there was a time where it's like you needed to keep that shit closeted because someone could fucking string you up or some shit. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, people were crazy. But that's not the case anymore. So I definitely wouldn't be closeted about it. Mm-hmm. But it'd just be one of those things where I'd, I I feel like I'd just be like, okay, like, would you be a feminine gay? No. A masculine gay or somewhere in the I'd middle I'd like to think no. I'd like to think no. Be like a Russian bear. I, <laughs> no, I, I actually, I think I would be somewhere in the middle. Do you remember Brittany Broski's cousin? Yeah. Sarah, Sarah Shower. Yeah. She's a lesbian. Okay. She's somewhere in the middle. I think I'd be like that. She looks totally feminine to me. In the video you saw. Okay. But then she'll have other ones where she doesn't put any makeup on. Basically, she looks like what I look like now. <laughs> okay. So zero makeup and her hair's super messy, but she's wearing like the super baggy, like stained clothes that look like pajamas and she's not wearing a bra and like, you can tell. Like the Kristen Stewart clothes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can I tell did. you I've had... I've had two, I'm thinking about it right now. I've had two separate jobs in Hollywood and both times when I worked there, I, I met at both of those two different jobs. I met a lot of different gay people. Yeah. And I feel like it's like one extreme or the other. Like it seemed to me anyway, that either they're really flamboyant or they're, they're just chill about it. And it's like, Hey, yeah, I am. I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But the ones that were really flamboyant about it tended in my observation tended to be the ones that were like, like, I don't know, like they'd be the ones that would give a gay dude shit if he wasn't like the, ah, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think it's PC to say that they seem like douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> like they just seem like douchey people. Yeah. And then the ones that were just chill, like you could tell they were gay, but it was just one of those things where they would just like, they seemed annoyed by the fucking flamboyant ones. They were like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're just annoying. You're an annoying person. <laughs> it's like that, that Key and Peele thing. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh no, I'm not oppressed. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> like, I'm not oppressed. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I'm not persecuted. Persecuted. I, I'm just an asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I see. I've, I feel like I've, I've met lots of different kinds of, I haven't met a lot of lesbians in my time, but a lot of gay dudes. Uh, and I've seen them really flamboyant, like, you know, full makeup and all that and dressing very feminine and all that. Um, but I've seen also gay men. I had no idea were gay. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm with you, but like, I didn't, I've never heard of any of them having an issue with like a gay person who wasn't flamboyant if they were, or a gay a gay person who is flamboyant when they aren't or whatever. The, I just don't know enough about the, the specific examples I knew of that, that were numerous when it came to the, the very flamboyant gay people. Now this is just, again, so I save your podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm not speaking broad strokes in my experience. The ones that I met would always, the very flamboyant gay people that I would meet, they always talk shit about the people that are just quiet about it. Like they want to be closeted or they, or they just like, it's they don't not want even to speak like, up about it. They're embarrassed about it. And it's like, no, they just don't make their business. Everyone else's business. They're normal people that don't want to be fucking jerk offs. Right. <laughs> See, I've <laughs> like, met, I, I've met, I've met gay men like that, that just, I know I'm gay. I just, I don't think it's anyone's business. Like I'm not going to, I don't feel like talking about it every second and I don't really care if people can't tell that I am. Well, to me, it's like, it's on the same level of annoyance as like dudes that walk around like I bang all kinds of bitches, bro. I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. Shut up. No one fucking cares. Mm -hmm. Or the bitches that are like, I'm going to squeeze my tits so you can look at them and care about me. Hide your husband, ladies. Yeah, yeah, but don't (laughs) look at me. It's like, it's attention seeking little fucking cunts. But don't look at me. (laughs) Look at me, but don't look at me. I'm fucking dare you. In my experience, 
I don't think I've met uh, a lesbian that wasn't chill. I have gotten along with every lesbian I've ever met. I've met a couple that are not. My very favorite, I'm going to name her because she's fucking dope. Okay. Is this lady named Karen. All right. I met her when I was teaching semi truck uh, driving down in Anaheim. Uh-huh. So Coolest, CD, CDO license. Such training. a cool fucking lady, man. You want to talk about like that, that what you're talking about, like just chill, fucking laid back, but like sometimes a little fiery. Uh-huh. I was like, this bitch is fucking cool. Like she, she's like, she's just like one of my favorite people. I think she's fucking dope. Yeah. If I were gay, I would like to think that I would be chill. Wouldn't be out and about. Just be one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's my thing, but whatever. It's not anybody else's deal. It's my deal. Yeah. I think that's the kind of gay I'd like to be. Yeah. I'm getting star tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Michael Scott's. Oh, if I was, if he says if he was gay, he'd be the most flamboyant one ever that he would, what is it? He would walk in parades wearing nothing but feathers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Oscar Martinez is super happy to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like I'd be like, like Dave Rubin. Yeah. Very straight cut kind of fella. So basically you would dress exactly the same. I dress the same anyway. <laughs> yeah. So business is, fun. I was going to say like, like, you know, I dress nice, but when I was like, I do dress nice. So like, yeah, I just dress the well, same. That's what I realized. I, ex- I described. Are we just boring ass people? Is I that what it is? So. <laughs> I think so. Like, like, well, if I were gay, I'd be completely the same. I would just be down. No, I, I, other, that's what I'm trying to say gender. is I realized I described Sarah shower and I was like, no, that's basically just how I am now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Just if I was a lesbian, <laughs> I would be exactly the way I am right now. You know what the problem is? Well, not for you yet, but the problem is, is because we're parents. We've turned into boring people because we're parents now. No, we were uh, like this Newsflash. You've been this way for... Fuck. What? No. How we long were, have I known you? 12 already, years now? We were already this way. 13. No, I came around when I was 20. 14 years. 14 years. Because you're 24, 25 now. 24. I'm 23. You're 23. <laughs> yes. He's like you were, 30. You were, you were nine. When I yeah, I was nine or 10 when I met you. How old was I? Yeah, how old was Jess when you met her? When you met me? How old? You were a, you were a full grown adult. How old was Jess? I was twenty, so she was fifteen. <laughs> I'm six years old. Okay, than Jacob. just for the record, I didn't start dating my wife till she was nineteen. Thank you. <laughs> she was legal. <laughs> Jeez. I just think it's funny. It's funny that it bothers you so much. It does bother me. It shouldn't. <laughs> oh my god! It I is so it. crazy out there right now. Bring it! All that thunder. The thunder. Wait, wait for the thunder. Gachiga, gachiga. Dang. Come on, Cage, bring the thunder. <laughs> it's so loud. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's all there is, folks. If you guys would like to reach out to us, you can get a hold of us by contacting fanmail at threeshotsin.com. Can someone see, please send hate mail, please? I, I just, you know, they're not going to send it just because we ask. We I have know. to wait for authentic hatred. I want authentic hatred. We'll find it someday. I mean, there's no way to avoid it. This, this <laughs> we'll episode, find true I, hatred I, one day. I'm all self-conscious. I'm worried this episode might be kind of boring. So you never know. Maybe this one will get us finally some hate mail. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe get some hate mail. Yeah. And uh, if you guys liked what you heard and you'd like to show us some love and keep this show going, you can uh, support us on Patreon. That's, uh, you can get to that through our website, www.threeshotsin.com, which will take you straight to our Patreon page. And uh, that's all she wrote. That is. Thanks for joining, Terry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for being here, babe. See? Yeah. See? Only took a season. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say what number episodes, but we don't know because this, this episode will be aired at a random this date. Is one of our fillers. Uh, we don't know when. But it's been... It 25 plus X amount of episodes. So I've definitely been out of the PC loop 
this episode, so you might get some hate mail from this one. Maybe we should leave. You guys had that big. I, might, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I might leave some in there. <laughs> I think you should leave. This might be here. Our first demonetized episode. Oh, dude, <laughs> for real? Like just the just the shit talking about abstract art alone is probably going to yeah. get some anger. Maybe we'll get some some hate mail. And uh-huh. how fun would it be if we got an email? It would like, be so fun. Our, our episode hey, was demonetized. Hey, fuck that guy you had. <laughs> no, fuck that guy you had on doing the wheels. <laughs> dude, no, because I would definitely test it, and we'd have to have you back and do it again and see if that one gets demonetized. <laughs> Honestly, if we're demonetized, that means someone's like that means. Like the corporate's listening to us, so that's good. Yeah, that's big. That means we made it. <laughs> we made it. Oh All right. God! All right. Thanks for listening. This has been three shots in. And.